Good morning and welcome in the name of Jesus. Happy Thanksgiving. This is the custom at, here at Trinity. The Sunday before Thanksgiving, we celebrate Thanksgiving. So our texts this morning are for the, the texts that are appointed for the Feast of Thanksgiving. And we're going to be looking at our sermon text, Deuteronomy chapter 8, as well as Luke 17. Uh, two relatively familiar stories, I think. And we're going to combine them as we look at ourselves and see, are we thankful for anything um, here on earth? Or maybe even what God has done for us. Also, you'll find in your pews, we've we got our prayer cards back, so they're in our pews. And you can, uh, if you have prayer requests, you can fill them out and... And on your way out, you can drop them in the prayer box on the wall. Or if you want them to be included in the prayers uh, today, you can put them in the offering plate. And when they come up, we'll get them and include them in our prayers also. Um, with that, um, before we start our service, we're gonna, um, we have another large print Bible. And this one's heading off to Mississippi. So we are going to um, bless it. And then we'll uh, begin our service. Let us pray. Blessed be your name, O Lord, our God. You are the fountain, the source of every blessing. You have revealed yourself to your human creation in many and diverse ways. Our memory of your revelation is maintained in reverence in the scriptures that we hold in our hands. Look with delight upon us as we dedicate these Bibles, which will be sent out to an individual in Mississippi who needs large print Bible. Encourage them with the help of the Holy Spirit to use these sacred writings for their prayer and inspiration, for the increase of their faith and devotion, and for the building up of your kingdom. Through your word, may these Bibles transform the recipients into the very likeness of Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you forever and ever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We sing hymn number 790, Praise to the Lord, the Almighty.
on this day, God invites you and me on a journey of giving thanks. Amidst the busyness of our daily lives, there are times when we are like the nine who, who healed as they were, simply did not return and give thanks to Jesus. The despised Samaritan, an outsider entirely, serves to remind you and me the real gratitude often comes from some of the least likely people. Most of all, Luke 17 reminds us of the good news, God telling us that we are indeed broken, but that he promises to continue being his good and gracious self. God, God's generosity to us knows no bounds. And thus we can exclaim, thanks be to God. Please rise. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Let Israel say, Let the house of Aaron say, Let those who fear the Lord say, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. With abundant generosity, God created the universe, the earth, all creatures, and each of us. He daily blesses and sustains us and all creation. Yet by our sin, God's good creation is broken. So let us confess our sin and hear again God's recreating words of forgiveness. We confess to you, O Lord, that we are naturally inclined to sin and self-service. We have sinned in thought, word, and deed, in addition to the wrong things we have done. We have also left many good things undone. And like the nine others, we fail to thank you as we should. Take heart. Jesus has come to forgive your sins, and he will one day return and make all creation new. With joy, I, I as a called and ordained servant of Jesus, declare to you his forgiveness. By the command of Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. We sing, Blessed Be Your Name.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord God, our creator, your generosity exceeds our imaginations. Through Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, forever and ever. Please be seated. Good morning. And happy Thanksgiving to you. Our Old Testament reading comes from Deuteronomy of 8, verses 1 to 10. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord, Lord swore to give to your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord, your God, has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger, and he fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs, flowing out of the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. And you shall eat and be full. And you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land that he has given you. This is the word of the Lord. And we read Psalm 67 together. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, shall bless 
God shall bless us. Let all the ends of the earth fear him. In the gradual, the eyes of all look to you, O Lord. You open your hand. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And the epistle reading comes from Philippians 4 and following. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Yet it was kind of you to share my trouble, and you Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving, except you only. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once again. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied, having received from Ephroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. To God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Please rise. Alleluia. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Hallelujah. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter. Glory to you, o Lord. 
On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifting up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at, at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Do you have any children today that would like to come up for the children's message? None. Let's sing our hymn of the day. peace and mercy from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving. No turkeys today though, sorry. We'll let you handle that in a few days. So again, our text today is on Deuteronomy chapter 8 verses 1 to 10 and Luke chapter 17 verses 11 19 and our thing is taken for granted with a question mark. But at Thanksgiving time, Many people stop to count their blessings. 
And it's a good thing that this, that this, to do this, and it's a good thing that it happens. It's good that people acknowledge good gifts. And as Christians, you and I are taught that all good gifts come from God. We realize that all good things that happen to us are a direct result of God's compassion and God's mercy. In Luther's small catechism, he says it well in the section on the fifth petition, petition of the Lord's Prayer. And he says, we are neither worthy of the things for which we pray, nor have we deserved them. What you are thankful for today is all gift, all given, many times even without your asking specifically for it. God is simply a good giver. The problem is that it's easy to take God's mercy and his temporal blessings for granted. So often we get the mindset to expect the good things. They should happen to us because God loves us, and so God will give us. And if we take something away for some reason, how quickly we can grumble and get jealous of others who aren't in our situation. And it's not that you and I don't appreciate the good things that God gives. It's just that God's gifts can become common in our minds. We regard things such as shoes, dishes, electric light as normal things, not gifts. They're certainly not treated as undeserved gifts. At best, they're taken for granted. At worst, we think we deserve them. The Israelites, in their Old Testament lesson, were like this too. They had much for which to give thanks to God. He had led them out of slavery in Egypt, a vicious land where their babies were murdered and they were forced to work long, long, tiring hours with little pay and no benefits. And God redeemed them. God rescued that, these people only because of his great love. His power alone brought them from the control of Pharaoh and through the Red Sea. And in the wilderness, God miraculously gave food, manna, and quail, and even made rocks pour out water when his people were thirsty. Nevertheless, the Israelites quickly forgot God's mercy. When their stomachs grumbled more than us waiting to eat a big Thanksgiving meal, the Israelites complained against God as if he really wanted them to be dead. Their garments did not wear out for 40 years, nor did their feet swell in the wilderness. But still, the Israelites did not count that as a blessing. They took it for granted. Even though God had promised that he was leading them to a good land, as he says in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 7 and 9, he says, In which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing. The Israelites still expected that God should have already given them these things. Now, how quickly they forgot God's mercy and their history with him. And another example of thanks and thanklessness, consider the nine lepers Jesus healed in the reading from Luke 17. No longer were these men leprous. No longer were they sick. No longer did they have to stay away from everyone else. For the first time, maybe in a long time, the healed lepers could interact in town. And they can do normal things that everyone else took for granted. You think, that, at least I would think, that all ten would gladly give joyful shouts of thanks. But only one. 
Samaritan leper. Why is this one, a non-Jew at that, significant? It's almost as if the other nine were so preoccupied with what they could now do that nothing else mattered. It's not like they didn't appreciate what Jesus had done for them. I'm sure the other nines also greatly appreciated what Jesus did. But with each step they took away from Jesus, his miraculous healing became more and more common to them. With each step, the nine lepers more forgetful of who had done this for them and redeemed them from life as outcasts and made it possible to enter in, into literally the fellowship of their Jewish brothers. One might say they took Christ's redemptive healing for granted. God is a great giver. Are you a grateful receiver? Are you truly mindful of how many gifts God gives you daily, even though you and I do not deserve any of the blessings of God? But he gives them because of his grace and his loving kindness. Do you remember to return to God and acknowledge him with your lips as well as your heart for his mercy given to you? Is your life characterized by giving of thanks on more, more than just one day before one meal? My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, repent. Turn your hearts to the Lord, your creator, the creator of all things, and your God. Acknowledge that everything you're given is out of God's great great mercy and love for you. You have not merited, I have not merited, you have not deserved anything, I have not deserved anything. God has given to us for any meal that you and I have eaten. God who is the great giver on account of Christ Jesus, Jesus is your mediator. Jesus is the one who has turned God's heart towards you and toward me. God daily feeds and daily cares for us. Certainly, God gives daily bread, indeed, without our prayer. Also, he gives it to the wicked. And that means people can have good meals, a nice turkey, and delicious pumpkin pie, but still be without the salvation of God through faith in Christ. How much different is God's mercy to those who fear and love him, those whom he calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies. God is well pleased to give eternal salvation. He gives a cleansing forgiveness that removes the impurity of sin, which is far worse than leprosy. Not of Christ. God leads you and me by his word and sacraments to a better place in the promised land of Canaan. For Christ has secured a place for us in heaven, and that alone is something for which you and I should give thanks to him. Amen, indeed. If you could be aware of how much God gives to you that you do not deserve, you would be moved to tears, recognizing your ingratitude 
and fall before him and give thanks. You were aware of how much God withholds from you because he knows it will be bad for you. You would, again, be moved to give him thanks. You were aware of how God intends to use all things for the good to those who love him, even those things that drive you and me to our knees and make us afraid, you would be moved to give thanks to him. There is so much for us to be grateful for, for that no one of us can sufficiently thank him enough. Thanks of his children is due to him for all things. You and I are his children. How much are you delighted and pleased when someone shows appreciation for what you've done for them? How glad it makes you and how willing you are to do more for them and perhaps do more for others too. All of this domino effect happens when someone shows you thanks and appreciation. Now consider how much more God is moved by our thanks and our appreciation for what he does for us. Consider how eager God is Keep giving what is good to those who thank him. With our hearts as well as our lips, let you and me learn to give thanks to the Lord our God for all things. For he is good, and his mercy endures forever. He showers you and me with his love, and his grace, and everlasting life. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, instead of doing the Apostles or the Nicene's Creed, I thought we would, since it's Thanksgiving, we would do the explanation of the first article of the Creed, of the Apostles' Creed that Luke had. Would you please rise? I believe that God has made me and all creatures that he has given me my body and soul, eyes and ears and all my members, my reason and all my senses, and still takes care of them. defends me against all danger and guards and protects me from all evil. Please be seated as we receive our offer.
for all God's mercy and provision. Let us pray for the church, for our nation, for our local community, and for our own needs. Filled with thanksgiving that Jesus has promised to be with us always, even to the end of the age. For the church throughout the world. For the pastors, teachers, and all church workers of our synod. For missionaries far away and in difficult circumstances, in our own nation. For elected leaders of our nation, state, and local community. For doctors and nurses, firefighters and police officers, construction and restaurant workers, teachers and counselors, and everyone else who contributes to the well-being of our community. For your presence with, with Mary, Bob, Joel, Joan, Barbara, Barbro, Dick, Lori, and, and Betty, and 
uh, and we give thanks for those who are um, healing, and we also ask for patience for Betty's daughter as she cares for her mother. And we ask to, for those who are sick and dying or mourning. For the people in our lives who love us and those who are called to love, families, friends, coworkers, and neighbors. For safe travel, for, for those gathering to celebrate Thanksgiving Day. For the ongoing generosity of this congregation, which provides word and sacrament ministry, Christ-centered community, and service to our neighbors. For the life and witness to those who have gone before us in faith and now rest from their labors eternally in the arms of Jesus. And also, we lift up uh, Tony's, uh, some of Tony's family members, um, his, his sister, Diana, and her niece, Brittany. Brittany is struggling with addiction, and Diana is taking in her newborn child to care for, as well as uh, brother. We also pray for uh, Diana, who has heart issues, and will receive a defibrillator's implant. Soon. And we also pray for, for Michelle, who has health issues too. We entrust our prayers to you, gracious Father, who with your Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit reign forever as God of all. The Lord be with you. Lift up your heart. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who gave his life for, for ours on the cross and was raised on the third day, so that our hearts and, and lives filled with thankfulness may become an expression of his generosity to all people. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. God of abundant generosity, you supply every need according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. We thank you for gifts of house and home, food and clothing, family and friends. Most especially, we thank you for the life, death, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus, who in his body and blood gives us forgiveness of sins, true life, and salvation from all false gods. For all this, it is both our duty and our delight to thank and praise you. On the night Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. And after giving thanks, he broke it 
He gave it to his disciples and said, take eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took a cup. And after giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples and said, take drink. This is the cup, the New Testament of my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sin. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. As often as we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. O Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, in giving us your body and blood to eat and to drink, you lead us to remember and confess your holy cross and passion, your blessed death, your rest in the tomb, your resurrection from the dead, your ascension into heaven, and your coming for the final judgment. So remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Peace of the Lord be with you always.
Please rise.
Let us pray. Gracious God, you generously satisfy our deepest need with the body and blood of Christ, given and shed for the forgiveness of our sins. Thank you, Lord. We ask that you so fill our hearts with gratitude that our lives overflow in generosity to the people around us. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you, one God, now and forever. Lord, bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In him, eight or nine, great is thy faith.
Amen. Please be seated. Are there any other announcements? Come on forward and sit up here. Good morning, good morning. So, again, thank you, thank you for the 24 turkeys you donated to the Western Services Workers Association. Yeah, that was, um, their goal was 100, and our goal was 10 turkeys. So we did really well. We gave about a quarter of the turkeys to them. And we couldn't do it without our Lord God. The Christmas Dinner and Early Learning Center Christmas Program sign-up is in the narthex, and it is beautiful because Vicki and Chelsea <clears throat> made it beautiful. I did the, like, lines. I could do <laughs> lines really well. Um, so, the date of the dinner and the program is Saturday, December 9th at 5 p.m. in the gym. At the top of the sign-up are, are the lines Lines for the potluck foods, which consist of 12 hams, then also mashed potatoes or potato casseroles, vegetable casseroles, salads, and then dinner rolls. The Early Learning Center will be providing the desserts. At the bottom of the sign-up is where you can volunteer. And so on Thursday, November 7th, no, December 7th, hello, Good. Don't you guys love my mistakes? It keeps you on your toes, you know? You have to listen. Um, so December 7th, Pearl Harbor Day, that's my brother's birthday, um, we will be setting up chairs and tables between 4.30 and 6 o'clock in the gym. Then December 8th, Friday, we're decorating from 11 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Saturday, um, those who help serve, will. we need to get you there by 4.30 and then to clean up. Um, will be after the dinner. So when you come to the dinner with your food, come straight down to the gym because the program's going to be down there. It's going to be great. And um, then the food, we don't have to go up and down the stairs the whole time. So just bring your food straight down to the gym. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Good morning. I wanted to personally invite everyone to our caring outreach meeting this Tuesday at 4.30. We're going to meet in the fellowship hall. So anything caring outreach related, we would love to get all your ideas um, supporting each other. So 4.30 Tuesday. Thank you, Jeff. Awesome. As a member of the uh, Scoop and Lodge, I wanted to thank our congregation for so supporting our rummage sale that we had, not last week, but the week before. Seems like yesterday. Um, and uh, we did very well, and I'm happy to let everyone know that we made enough to give uh, about $500 to the church as part of that. So thank you all for helping with that. Thank you, Allison. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. 
you're driving, please drive safe. Stay home, relax, and invite people to come to your house. I know, and that means you got to cook the turkey and the ham and all the other stuff too, but that's okay, right? I think it's fine. Um, we have two more lessons for the uh, um, book of Revelation, today and Wednesday, and then next Sunday and next Wednesday. If you've missed them, come join us. We'll fill you in real quick, because this is the best part. This is the end. We're in chapter 21 and 2, and we're going to, it's all a celebration, so it's a great time to come. So come join us. I think you have plenty of time. You do. You have a nice time today to relax. Get a cup of coffee, glass of tea. There might even be some snacks back there. Um, and again, thank God for the person that God brought here today that you've never spoke to, because he says, go and speak. Amen. See, we planned it. We planned this together. You know? <laughs> no, in all seriousness, seriousness, God brought all of you here today. And all of you who are watching online, thank you so much for being there also participating with us. But also he wants us to move among the people. So don't go attack somebody. But if there's somebody who you haven't seen, hi, I'm, I'm Brian. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Tony, welcome. Nice. Have you been here a long time? 55 years have you. Whoa, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just, and then invite them to come, come back with you to the back room, get tea, coffee, food, or whatever it may be. Maybe stay for a Bible study. Right? Have a blessed Thanksgiving, everybody. Go in peace, serve the Lord. And that calls for another amen. Thank you. Doing, brother? Okay. No trouble, but okay.